0: Hello, everyone. My name is Ryan, and welcome to High Tech Online. So I know you guys are thinking it. It's been all-consuming in your brain—the one magical question that no one can answer. Is the Apple Watch the most useless piece of tech that has ever been made? Well, kind of. Sure. Do you need it? No. Do you want it? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Definitely need that. Which is why I bought one, because I'm a sucker. And, uh, you know, I really wanted one. Now, we did an episode very similar to this towards the beginning of this podcast, and it was called Cheeseburgers and the Apple Watch. And in that episode, I kind of alluded to why I decided to buy one, and you guys can go back and listen to that. It's episode three of the podcast, so really early on. And it was a a decision that I made just to sum up because I was trying to eat healthier and get rid of all the cheeseburgers in my diet. It really didn't work out very well. But, you know, I tried, and I'll probably try again in the future because that's what we all do. So I really like cheeseburgers, and I decided to stop eating them. And in order to make myself feel better about exercising, I bought an Apple Watch. It actually helped out a lot. When you're in exercise mode, you're constantly looking at it. You're constantly using it to track what you're doing every day. I mean, I was using it to input the amount of water I was drinking each day. Uh, the food I was eating, um, also tracking my steps and my exercising when I do those in the evening, and even tracking some of my sleep habits. So really in that sense, it's not useless. So that's kind of what that episode was about. Now, I've had this for almost six months now, and uh, I I still use it on a daily basis. And uh, really, when this first came out, when it very first came out, I was not impressed by it whatsoever. And I think there was a ton of people in the Apple camp that were not impressed and did not buy it. Or like my little brother, for instance, he bought one and then he returned it because he's looking at it, going, "Why did I just spend three hundred fifty bucks on this thing? It's not—it's not doing enough to make it worth three hundred fifty bucks." So then why get one? You know why I got one, but why do I keep using it? I've got it in my hand right now. I'm pressing buttons on it. Okay, I'm ready now. It's really down to it. There's there's a few different things that I use it for right now that that help me out. And uh, there's one in particular that's really worth its weight in gold, and I've mentioned it a few times on various episodes. Uh. But, you know, you get used to wearing a watch. Now, I used to wear a watch when I was younger. Like, way younger in elementary and junior high. And then it wasn't cool in high school. So I did not wear one in high school. And then once you get a cell phone, you figure you just don't need it anymore. So you just stop using it. And uh, and especially once smartphones came around, there was no reason to have a watch. Absolutely no reason to have a watch. But all these tech manufacturers decided, really, they just said, hey, you know what? Yeah, you do. You do need one. And they started to capitalize really on the fitness, uh, the people among us who are really into fitness and want to track their vitals. Uh, So they reinvented the watch or rebranded the watch as a fitness tracker. And they made it such, and hey, it tells time too. And it sold, and rightfully so, because that's a brilliant idea. Hey, let's take this thing that people have worn for many, many years, and they don't wear anymore, and let's just say, hey, it's a fitness tracker, and we'll put a little heart rate monitor in it, maybe, if we feel like it, or we'll make it connect to your smartphone, and that'll do all the thinking for you. And as they went through and, and started marketing this, you know, the big guys... They didn't want to be left out, right? So they decided that they were going to reinvent the watch yet again, but in, their, in the way that they want to do it. So, uh, you know, Apple was very late to this game with the Apple Watch. Extremely late to the game. I mean, you're on the, like, the Gear S2 by the time this thing came out uh, from Samsung. And Garmin had started doing them as well. And, you know, Fitbit had been in the game for a long time with their fitness trackers, but it's kind of amazing at what these little devices can do. And really the reason why I got an Apple Watch is because I use an uh, an iPhone. That's pretty much it. That is the reason. And I really, you know, in in the cheeseburgers and the Apple Watch episode, I I mentioned that I really did a lot of research. Like, I really did not want to get an Apple watch It's something that it didn't intrigue me at all. Like I said, it was just dull and boring and the first gen didn't seem very powerful. Like it was just lacking something. And even the second generation while being more powerful. And I think probably has enough juice for what it needs to do. Uh, Cause I don't use it for really processor intensive things. Cause you can't really do that. But really seeing the extra speed, I guess you'd say, in the, in the second generation kind of warmed me up a little bit to it. But I still did not want to get an Apple Watch. So I looked at everything on the market. And I was going through a phase where I was getting sick of Apple stuff and I just wanted to branch out. And that's when I got my Surface Pro 4. Um, and that's when I was really considering going to the Note 7 uh, before it started blowing up everywhere. Uh, it was really, I was so, like, if it hadn't started blowing up, I would have a Note 7 right now, along with my iPhone, because I had I ended up having to buy my iPhone anyways, because I closed my contract. Now, because I was looking at the Samsung stuff, obviously, I was looking at the uh, the Gear S3, which... If you guys haven't checked it out, go look at some of the videos on YouTube about it because they're very, it's a very cool watch. Um, It's a little big for some people uh, for what they say on their reviews, but it's as if you have a normal watch on. It looks like a normal watch. And that by far is the biggest thing that attracted me to it. The fact that you could have a watch on your wrist and people don't know whether it's a digital watch or just a regular watch. That fascinates me. It's like the whole sleeper thing, you know, where uh, you build you build something that looks normal on the outside, but it's super like souped up underneath, like with cars or computers. Uh, that's what it seemed like to me. Uh, and with that, and with that device out there, it was even harder for me to buy an Apple Watch. I'm. I think someday I will get a Gear S3 or an S4. You know, I was really looking into even getting one, even though I didn't have a Samsung phone. They had just come out with the, like the gear app, whatever it's called on the iPhone. And I was really close to pulling the trigger on it. And I heard some initial reviews and it scared me away. It truly scared me away because I'm thinking I'm going to spend all this money and it won't be able to do, you know, even half of what I need it to do. And uh, it it really kind of came down to that, and that's why I shied away from the S3. It, it is a cool watch. They they have a couple different versions that are very nice, and they they do LTE. Like the Frontier does LTE on it, so you don't even have to you don't even have to have your phone with you. I can't remember exactly how it does it. I think it has its own number associated with it, with it and when you call when they call your cell phone number, it'll forward and act as one. Kind of a cool thing. I mean, I I think it does sound a little sketch to me, like it won't work, you know, 35% of the time it won't work. But you never know. Like once they get those things kind of figured out, maybe once they get the um the iPhone app, the Samsung, I know it sounds weird, but like the Gear app, once they get that figured out, it could be a viable option. Or if we are to be believed, the Note 8 will be coming out soon. Yay! That'll be fun. I cannot wait for that one. I'm giddy like a schoolboy. I, I don't know why I just said that, but I am. I'm giddy like a schoolboy because I think it'll be a very, very very cool phone to get. It'll be like the cutting edge technology of everything that Samsung can do. And what will be like the future stuff for the S series, like the S8 or the S9. I mean the S9 coming out next year. Those kind of things. It'll be amazing. So that comes back to it. I guess the real question that I pro- that I posed earlier and is the topic of this particular episode is the Apple Watch useless? Like, does it just sit on my wrist? Do I even look at it? You know, is it worth putting it on every single day and taking it off in the night, making sure it's charged? And I wouldn't have said this six months ago, but no, it is not useless. There's a few different things that I prefer it for. Um, a couple of them are, you know, some simple things like Messages come in, and you can see who the message is from, and you can reply, do a quick reply on the watch, or you can, um, if you need a more in depth reply, you can pick up your phone and reply really quick. And really, it comes down to laziness. Isn't that what this is all about? I just don't want to pull my phone out of my pocket. I'm just that lazy. And I am. I, That is totally me I'm not trying to hide it at all I am a lazy person When it comes to that kind of stuff Like I'm not I'm not a lazy person In my professional life I'm very driven And I always have to be doing something But I am lazy When it comes to technology And this has From episode one This has been the thing Maybe it was episode two It's like this is how I want tech To be like tech that interests me interests me is tech that makes my life easier. It doesn't interfere with your life. It's super easy to set up. And then after you set it up, you don't have to worry about it anymore. Apart from like you know, like a firmware update or something every so often, you don't really have to touch it. And that's what that's what the Apple Watch is. And it's great to be able to look down at a glance and see many different things at once. For instance, on mine, I have the time. Then I also have the weather, the date, the time in like another time zone, because usually I have like in the corner, I have uh, the time here in in Salt Lake City because I will be somewhere else traveling and I want to know what time it is at home. So I know whether I can call my family or not. In, am I calling them in the middle of the night or am I or is it morning for them when I'm going to sleep? And then to be able to really, you know, to be able to see the weather really quick. I know weather is boring, but everybody wants to know what the weather is going to be like. And to be able to tap in really quick and see what the forecast is for like the next few days or the next few hours, even, you can do that in this app. You can do that on this watch. And that's, and like I said, that's not something that I easily came to you know that conclusion of this watch is it useless now we can go into a debate about whether it's worth 350 bucks but it kind of is i think that's a good price for it and you can you can we can argue about that or whatever but really it you know to get something that does as much as this does and the fact that i can go swimming with it i've gone swimming with it many times and not had an issue with it at all it works just as good as the day it came out of the box. Now, obviously, there's some wear and tear, but you get that with any product, right? And one of my favorite things that I had alluded to earlier, and I've also said it, I think I said it, um, was it yesterday? It was in one of our conversations about, a couple of our conversations, and it may have been from that initial Cheeseburgers and Apple Watch episode, but also in you know, spam callers who are constantly calling your phone. It's one of the best things about the Apple Watch. And literally this, this is kind of the golden feature that makes, makes it just worth the money in my opinion. So I tend to have a fairly beefy case on my phone. Uh, It's because I'm clumsy and I'm afraid that I will drop it and break it. And, you know, I spend, I paid the full like 900 bucks for this phone. So I'm not going to break it. Like I had to pay out my contract from AT&T on this phone. And so I ended up paying the full like eight or 900 bucks for this thing. And I'm not going to break it. So I got an OtterBox Defender case. It makes the phone massive and completely unnecessarily huge. But it keeps it safe. And that's the number one thing with this phone. It's a 6S Plus, by the way uh so you know it fits in my pocket and it does kind of you know people know you have a phone in your pocket cuz it is relatively thick uh but it protects it and and because it does fit in my pocket and because it's also an Otterbox defender case it's very uh you know grippy so it's hard to get in and out of my pocket sometimes not not so hard that it annoys me i want to make that clear like Otterbox their cases are amazing and the big ones are just going to be difficult to get in and out of your pocket. Um, A lot of people will carry them in their backpack or their purse or another bag, you know, so they don't have to keep them in their pocket. Some guys will put it in their suit coat pocket. Um, I keep it in my rig, in my front pocket because that's just where I'm used to having my phone and I've just gotten used to it. So other times I will throw it in my backpack as well because I always have my backpack with me or I'll take it out of my pocket and put it on my desk at work. Um, and that is where like the Apple Watch really shines because if I have this even in my pocket and it starts to you know, vibrate because somebody's calling me, I can just quickly glance at my watch, see who it is. If it's my wife calling, usually I'll say, hey, can I call you back? I'll send her a message, a text message saying, can I call you back? If it is one of my siblings and I can't talk, I'll do the same thing. If it's like an acquaintance, I'll just decline the call and I'll make a note to call them back later or they'll probably end up leaving me a message. Or if it's one of those freaking stupid spammers who keep calling me, which by the way, I remedied, listen to episode 27. That's one of the things that is just priceless because I can see their number. I can say, I have no idea who that is and I can just decline them. I don't have to go through all the, you know, the inconvenience of trying to get my phone out of my pocket in a weird way when you're sitting in a meeting or, you know, you're being super obvious that you're doing something. And uh, then, or, you know, you have it in your backpack and you got to search around in it or your purse and you're trying to search for your phone while it's buzzing, you can't tell. And then you pick it up to find out it's one of these idiots calling you about solar panels or from the U.S. pharmacy. And you just, so ag- it's the most aggravating thing in the world. So that right there, in and of itself, just that reason that you can screen your calls so quickly on that thing. And you can even answer them on the watch. Uh, I've had mixed success with this. I think it sounds like a bad speakerphone. My wife doesn't like it very much when I use the watch as a phone. Um, so I really don't do that too much. But you can't answer it there, but it's really just a great way to screen your calls. And the last thing I'm going to say about this and why I came to the conclusion that the Apple Watch is not useless is the fact that I get all of my phone calls and all of my notifications and messages. In the past, because of where I worked and what I did, I usually had my phone on silent, um, but it still vibrates, right? And for whatever reason, like my, my 5S, didn't vibrate enough and so I I would miss a lot of like text messages and phone calls even though it's just sitting in my pocket you'd miss them but with the watch and like the taptic engine on the back and the way that it alerts you and you can have that sucker really really punch you in the wrist you never miss anything like you get a message you just lift up your wrist you see the message same with email same with uh, any notifications that you set up like I'll get notifications about all you wonderful people who like my Instagram posts or my Facebook posts or Twitter at high tech on life, by the way I get those notifications on my watch and I can kind of keep track on how many likes I'm getting and you know, what what's really working on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. It's really, really cool. And that also in and of itself is just, you know, I don't have to worry about missing a phone call from my wife. Cause sometimes she may call me once and we, we used to have this thing with our cell phones where they would like, I would call her and it would ring four times and go to voicemail. And then I would call her back and she said, it never rang. I've been sitting right next to it. It never rang. And I don't know if that's an AT&T thing or because we had older iPhones. It hasn't happened of, as of late, but you know, just to avoid that whole thing. If my wife calls me twice, she doesn't really have to do that anymore because my, usually when I didn't pick up, it was because, I couldn't feel it. I couldn't feel the phone vibrating or it was on silent. And with the Apple Watch, I never miss that. I never miss a call from anybody, which can be a good or a bad thing. I'm going to admit, sometimes you wish you could say, ah, my, my, I don't know, my phone wasn't working. That's weird, huh? No, you, so, you, so you sent that text message like four hours ago? I just barely got it. Hmm. So now that avoids that. Anyways, guys, I want to thank you for tuning in. Hopefully, you know this maybe gave you an insight into the Apple Watch, and you know someone who has used it for about six months now. And I'm kind of in my groove with it, and I know what to expect from it and what to use it for. And I'm just used to it on my wrist now. Hopefully, if you're on the fence, this can help you make a decision. If you're on like an iPhone, I would highly recommend this. Uh, maybe check out the. Status of the Gear app that they have for the Samsung watches, and maybe look into those uh, because it has been, you know, six months since I last looked at those. So go back and look at those and see if they might be a viable option for you. As always, go ahead and check us out on the iTunes Store, uh, on the podcast app. Just search for High Tech on Life, and you'll find us. Subscribe on there, review us as well. You know, having you guys review. And listen is a huge thing on there and it really helps us out. Um, If you've got an Android device, go to, you know, grab the SoundCloud app or Stitcher or TuneIn or really any other podcast player, just search for High Tech on Life and that's us. We'll be there. Uh, Also look for us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We're all on that stuff, right? We're all on those social media outlets. And it'd be great to hear from you guys and get your opinions on things and you know, just, just be able to have a conversation with you. And by the way, all this is free. Like, I just do this because it's fun. I like talking about things and I don't want to bore my wife with all the technical jargon that I have to talk, you know, or that I love to talk about. It's it's just so fun to talk about this stuff. And so I thought I'd just record it and share it with you guys. It's all free. I don't charge you to subscribe. I don't like drill ads in your head all the time. Um, but it's it's a good place to come and just chat about tech of the future and, and life in general and, and how tech involved is involved in our life and how it affects our life and listen to the past episodes. You know, they all have some relevance and I think a lot of them have, have uh, you know, they, they really helped me in learning those subjects, you know, doing the research for them and, and really preparing these. And hopefully it helps you guys as well. You can listen to all of them. Uh, Honestly, they all kind of hold up on their own. And then like recently, we did the whole Tesla week uh, where we took one subject and spread it out over multiple episodes where we learned just a different part. It was really fun to do that as well. So check that out. Uh, And then, you know, like and comment on those. Uh, If you like the track, hit a like. Share it with those that you know who might be interested in it. If you think I'm a dummy and I have no idea what I'm talking about, go ahead and tell me that. Comment that. It's wonderful. On, on the SoundCloud app, you can comment on the track directly. If you're listening on iTunes, you know, instead of commenting, go and review the show because that's kind of a way of letting people know what you think of us and kind of doing a comment. Uh, you can also go to hightechonlife.com, and that's that's just a kind of a blog page that has all the different episodes, and you can comment there as well. I'm always reading those and seeing what you guys have posted. Thank you again, guys, for tuning in. Be sure to listen. Every weekday, a brand new episode comes up. So guess what? I will talk to you in the next one.